Hello, this is Jenna, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast, where we can talk about beauty and self-care without judgment. So let's talk about common mistakes when you're starting your lash biz. And this is kind of a trick question because I'll just tell you, mistake number one is thinking you've made a mistake. So what do I mean by that? You're going to make a lot of mistakes, right? So, but the biggest mistake is not trying at all. So mistakes happen when you learn. So if you don't do anything, if you let fear paralyze you, you're not going to make any mistakes but you're also not gonna learn anything. So I would challenge you to change your mindset. The first thing to think about when we're approaching this topic is there are no mistakes. There is just progress and learning. So for bowl one, there are no mistakes. And get that through your head the soonest you can because that is going to put fear on the back burner and get you started and get you out of the gate faster than if you are trying to make everything perfect and trying to avoid making mistakes all the time. Because I'll save you the suspense, mistakes are inevitable. So just do the things and learn and build and move on as fast as you can. So first thing that you can do though, is you can do some planning. So a business plan is a great resource for you in your business, essential to get started. I know a lot of us don't really have a brain that functions that way. Maybe we're not exactly that analytical, but putting pen to paper and planning things out is really important just to really suss things out in your mind. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? So any plan is better than none for sure and making sure you know where your funding is coming from. You'll want to research a little bit about your market and your ideal clientele and your target audience to just have some sort of idea of where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, then you're not going to end up where you want to for sure, right? So first things first, make a business plan. So mistake number two would definitely be not keeping an eye on finances. This is a balancing act though. You cannot just be operating your business 100% based on money because then it won't succeed either. So you really have to be focused on the balance, but it's like, if you don't focus on financials at all, then you're gonna go bankrupt and broke and you're not gonna stay in the industry, right? So you do have to balance that out with your passion for the industry. Because, but if you only focus on your passion in the industry, you're definitely not going to be where you need to be financially, right? And vice versa, if you focus too much on finances, your passion isn't going to fuel your growth and it's really going to show and you're also probably going to get a little bit stale or you'll get bored and just want to leave the industry because it's not any fun. So you have to balance financials with passion. So a good way to do that is to hire a bookkeeper right off the bat. If you don't hire a bookkeeper right off the bat, you are definitely going to get yourself into trouble. So I definitely recommend investing in that as the first step. And as you have a bookkeeper and they help you take care of things, then you can take over some of the roles. But if you've never done bookkeeping before, just like you would never try to open a lash business with no experience without doing a course, you definitely want to kind of like receive some mentorship from someone who has the skills in books for your business before you get too deep with that and make too many mistakes that are going to be more costly for you to sort out in the end. 
The next mistake that I would identify would be relying on yourself too much. Sometimes people tend to take on too much themselves in the beginning of their business. And it's great to be hands-on and to know everything that's happening. But sometimes doing this can cause more missteps than successes. It's just a longer road to success. Whereas in my experience, reaching out to a mentor or joining a coaching program or taking a course that includes a little bit more guidance is going to be worth its weight in gold. There are some people who can just watch a video, do a short like online course and kill it. But in general, these one hit wonder like online courses where you pay like the same amount as the service or less to get certified in something is not going to be enough coaching and mentorship for someone to actually be successful in the industry because it just doesn't make sense, right? Look for genuine mentorships. So try to see the value in collaborating or investing in one of these um, situations where you do get access to a mentor that can fast forward you through these awkward things of growth and just kind of elevate you past those struggles that you were going to have otherwise if you don't reach out for help. So the next big mistake, and this actually can really be a serious, serious mistake. So this is something, heed this warning, not researching about legalities or getting insurance. You will need to obtain a business license. Depending on your laws, you will need to get approval from a health inspector. You also need to get insured to be able to run your business legally. And you cannot get insurance without having the health inspector. You can't also really be running a legitimate business without getting your business license. So make sure you have all these things in place. Not only that, make sure that you are, and this ties in with your insurance because you cannot be insured for these services in a lot of different ways it, unless you do consent forms. So consent forms or liability waivers are really big because especially if we're dealing with eyes, right? Things can happen that are not your fault, but it would be a real mistake if you didn't cover yourself. So for example, someone could reach up and whack your tweezer and stab themselves in the eye. You want to be prepared for all these weird random things that could happen to you because it's really not worth ruining your life over it. Especially if you have any assets already, like if you own your own house, etc. So another thing to think about in that situation is whether you want to incorporate or you want to be a partnership or proprietorship. You can talk to a lawyer about this in Canada and I'll link this below. You can talk to business registries and they'll give you some insight about it, but basically you can mitigate your risk and insulate yourself from possibly being sued, etc. You still can be held liable for negligent things. Um, so make sure that you are doing your training properly, getting certified, and maintaining your insurance and doing those waivers that you need to be doing. But some people who have a bunch of assets or have employees working underneath them where they might be exposed to a little bit more risk, might feel more comfortable incorporating their company. I definitely am not a lawyer. I can just speak from experience. I have consulted about this with lots of legal experts, but you do want to seek legal advice if you um, have questions about this, it's really worth sorting it out in the beginning. And also, so if you're a more established artist and you're going to be hiring on other artists, another thing that would be a mistake in my opinion is not to have an employment contract that is very, very detailed. When things aren't detailed, then misunderstandings happen. And clarity creates the basis of a good relationship. So 
an employment contract or for a chair rental contract is going to be essential for you to make sure that everyone knows what their responsibilities are and you're also protected legally in the case that something goes wrong in that instance. Another big mistake would be not having any online presence. In this day and age, there are very few people who are not online. So if you want to be able to access these clients and if you want to show them that they are important to you, you have to be where they are going to be and communicate how they want you to communicate to them. So start your Instagram account, start figuring out how to do those techie digital things if you are not a techie di digital person. And if you are absolutely not going to deal with it, hire someone who will. So the final thing that I would list as one of the biggest mistakes that you could do that everyone does in the first little bit of opening their business is copying what everyone else is doing. And let me just tell you, you're going to do it, whether you think you're doing it or not. That's like the number one thing most people do when they start their businesses, copy another business. So what you will learn as you evolve as a business person and in the industry is that the most valuable thing you can do is establish your own identity in the industry and the sooner you learn to do that, the better and stronger your business is going to be and the happier you are going to be in your business. So definitely take some golden nuggets from some businesses that you really are inspired by, but don't copy as much as you can. Really, it's, it's the easy way out, but instead dig deep in your soul and use those things for inspiration, but make them your own and do things the way you want to do them. Because in the end, that's going to be what separates you from the industry. You're not competing with that person who is well established and already has their clientele. So copying them will help you temporarily just maybe feel more confident um, getting out there. But the true thing that is going to build your business is developing your own sense of self and busting away from all the molds. So some things that I do to just try and keep my blinders on to keep my business moving forward in the way that I authentically want to be developing it without accidentally copying or leaning on too much inspiration is, and this is so weird, I don't know if anyone else does it, but I actually block sometimes social media accounts that I really like because I just don't want to see them in my feed all the time. Sometimes when you see things all the time, it just happens that you end up copying them or replicating them. It just ends up affecting what you put out personally. And if you just put the blinders on and like get rid of that influence in your account, then all of a sudden you're speaking from inside of yourself, right? Not from a influence perspective. So even though I might love some accounts, <laughs> I just have to separate my thoughts from them. The only way that I can do that sometimes is just to block it because otherwise it comes up in your feed and you're like, oh, I love this or I'm you're too inspired by it, right? So you don't end up doing your own thing. So that's one of my suggestions for sure. Whether you want to take it or not, that's up to you. In summary, there are no real mistakes. As long as you are keeping your head in the game and continuing forward with your business and respecting your passion in the industry, then you have not made a mistake in my opinion. So just keep moving forward in your business. Keep focusing on what keeps you passionate and inspired. 
keep searching out mentorships that can get you further than where you can get yourself by yourself. So the closer you can get to some having a relationship with someone who's already done something that you aspire to do is going to fast forward you, your progress and minimize the amount of like mistakes that you're making and just give you a real boost. So look for those training and mentorships that are going to get you there faster, prevent you from making quote unquote mistakes, but in all in all, try to avoid the fear, be authentic to yourself and just keep moving forward. And instead of these being mistakes, it'll be opportunities for learning and your business will be all the better because of them. Love this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.